Hello, this is Dan, GM from the Grim Podcast of Perils Adventure and Settling the Southlands. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. True believers, welcome to a very special episode mm-hmm. of Wait, Did I Roll a While? Presented by the Professional Casual Network. Your MCP side chick, baby. Yeah. We're here. We're in your phone as manager. Yep. Accurate. Mm-hmm. We are. We know you're taking a poop right now. Yeah, the way when you, we blow up the phone, they can be like, ah, oh, my manager's trying to call me in. Don't answer it. Don't look at the messages. Then it'll show as red. It's a great scam. Your your main hustle is never going to find out that you listen to us. And that's okay. House party protocols never going to know. The Xavier protocols across the Bifrost? Yeah. They're all better than us. But they don't have to know you listen to us, we're too. Not as, we're way more limber than they are. You know what I mean? Way more casual. Yeah, we barely read the cards. <laughs> Accurate. We are. Wait, did I roll a while? I, of course, am your guy who sits in this chair and did a little bit of research tonight. Jack, mm-hmm. I'm joined once again by the CEO, editor in chief, supreme ruler, and reptilian overlord, Tim. Tim. That Tim, is me. You are here. It's just, it's the gruesome twosome tonight. The gruesome twosome. The gruesome twosome tonight. We, of course, do do we want to pull, do we want to pull back the curtain just a little bit or are we going to leave it? We can. We, we can. can. We are know. recording this early. We are. We are. Uh, Tim uh, has done a, a really awesome, sweet and wonderful thing and invited everybody from the Professional Casual Network except for me on a wonderful camp retreat away y'all earned it you worked super hard this sub this, this entire year you survived part two you know the covid second wave mm-hmm. and all that stuff and you've done a great job you've earned it you guys deserve this getaway and i'm so happy for you guys you know what i'm saying yeah thank you so much mm-hmm. for providing that honestly dan and dandy need it yes you know what i mean yep you seen them lately? Yeah. To to be perfectly fair, yeah. Um, I'm regularly surprised they are not more tired of me. I'm at their house a lot. <laughs> That's actually super fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You are in their studios. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this week, because because we're just we're kind of we're free balling here. Yeah. We're just shooting the shooting the the, the giggles, shooting the breeze. Yeah. Uh, we decided to take a little bit of a uh, of an interesting take on normal. No no news this week, obviously, because we're recording this super in the future and we aren't, you know, we're not gamers guild. You know what I'm saying? We're not getting access right early because Dallas will not return our calls. No, he won't. He won't. I don't I've I've sent him. I've started. Granted, I can only fit so many letters, kind of like a tweet. 
Yeah. Um, I, I do write messages to him on my person mm-hmm. and then send him pictures of those messages. And he has yet to yet to uh, respond. Right. Now is that an elephant? No. No. Nope. Okay. Wasn't sure. Send those emails out. Yeah. It feels like we're doing a different show, so I'm getting a little I'm getting a little confused myself here. Yeah. Um, but we decided that we wanted to take a kind of a new approach topic style mm-hmm. instead of just going over the newest releases, going over maybe a one or two random things, rules change, things like that from a casual fun standpoint and an idea. Yeah. And we decided that we wanted to try to do um, taking a roster or, or an affiliation that gets neglected, gets no love mm-hmm. specifically and especially from the competitive scene um, and, and making it, trying to showcase it on why it could be interesting and fun, especially for our casual players out there. Yes. Um, I have chosen to do uh, X-Men Blue, mm-hmm. uh, which is the Scott Summer Cyclops affiliation leader. Yes. Um, you have chosen to do... Um, Spider-Foes. Spider-Foes. So we're going to do Spider-Foes first. We're going to see how long it takes us. We might get one episode, might get two out of this. We don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Spider-Foes, led by Green Goblin. Yes. Um it's a little tough to even kind of talk about them because at time of recording, which is not that far from when this will be released, we only we still don't have a full roster. Correct. Um, like affiliation card mm-hmm. release for spider foes. Um, you know, we do have lizard and Craven in our hands, uh, but we still don't have carnage or Mysterio. Mysterio, which does make this a little bit tougher of a conversation to have. But I and the thing that I hate is. I shouldn't say I hate it. Mm-hmm. The thing that has been dictating this whole scenario and this whole thing is that people aren't casual players are not really getting a chance to play. Yes. All through COVID, the only thing that was dictating what was good and what was bad and what people were actually enjoying because games were getting played mm-hmm. were the competitive scene, hyper competitive people who are only going to continually take the best stuff because they were they were playing on TTS. And only hardcore players want to play on TTS. It's not fun. Like, I don't know if you've ever tried to do it. It's it's rough. I have. And it's a huge learning curve. Yeah. To to understand just how the mechanics of how to use TTS works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you are getting into a tabletop simulator for the first time, yeah, it's a little bit of a learning curve. Mm -hmm. Um, The the community support for that game uh, are uh, a real stellar. Yep. Honestly, there are a lot of hardworking people putting in a lot of time, a lot of effort and a lot of hours mm-hmm. to make sure that, you know, during this pandemic that we were, in fact, able to play yep. um, the games that we wanted to. Not all of us uh, uh, have been able to ever have a mini on the table. Right. Um, so huge shout out to them and, and what they do. Absolutely. But but it, it does. Unfortunately, if you are looking for a pickup game, you are usually looking for a pickup game amongst a a community of people that have played a lot mm-hmm. and have streamlined their process and their efficiency very quickly. Right. Um, so for a new player, it can be a very uphill battle mm-hmm. and you will always have some very not amateur people sneaking into amateur leagues yep. um, and stuff like that because they've also never put. A model on the table yet mm-hmm. because of the pandemic right that said 
there is a lot of insanely good information out there from Xavier Protocols, from across the Bifrost, from a lot of the um, the other sites and, and communities built around this game that have put out incredible data so that we know what people are taking. We know what the win and, and loss uh, ratios are. Mm -hmm. And we know uh, the characters that sink to the bottom of that list. Right. In our Infinity War League, I decided to take the bottom 10 from mm -hmm. season five of the Xavier Protocols list after they made that data dump. And I think that kind of has spawned this a little bit because honestly, it's performing significantly better than I thought it would. Yeah. There are some real bangers in there. And the difference, and maybe it's that this game is in fact balanced very well, mm -hmm. where the absolute worst, the never taken, still have a shot mm -hmm. based on your play type, the crises that you get. Um, and the tactics cards and how you utilize them, you're always a contender, mm -hmm. which is awesome. That's that's one of the best parts of this game. Right. And and I think that's the most important thing while we start to dive into this is to remember that, like, this was designed to be a casual played game. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be a competitive tournament organized play um, existence mm -hmm. in any game. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to try to find the most competitive level to play at because they are competitive people. Mm -hmm. and that's not a bad thing because they also are the ones that work out the kinks for a lot of this stuff. Correct. They are day one finding the issues that do need to get worked out so game creators can clean it up as quick as possible. Yes. For So for us casual players, we can enjoy it. And 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 to, to very much piggyback off that, I do not think that uh, what we do here and what other people do should ever really be at odds. We're right. all part of the same community. Yep. And on a long enough timeline, everyone should naturally become more competitive right. while playing a game. Once you're used to the rules, once mm -hmm. you understand how things work, and just as a, as a natural progress of, of getting better at, at a hobby that you're doing, on a long enough timeline, yeah, you should yep. kind of be able to work out a lot of these things. Yes. But a lot of people have time maybe for a game once every few months. Mm-hmm. Um, and Very much before we started streaming over at twitch.tv slash professional casual network, mm -hmm. I was getting four games in a year. Yeah. Because like I it was very hard for me to air if I did not make it feel like it was a priority and something I had to make sure that I was doing. Mm -hmm. Also, legitimately have a pandemic and us having a small enough bubble that we were able to meet in person and yeah. play games. Um also helped. Yeah. But I I very much know when the semester, because I work at a school. Um, so when the semester starts back up, my free time of getting any games in that probably aren't a Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over at twitch.tv slash professional casual network are gone. Yes, I, I'm going to be lucky. And even then I'm going to be like, hey, maybe once a month I'm going to be able to swing in if I'm lucky. Right. Um, and it's going to be rough. It's going to be a little tough for me. So mm -hmm. I understand those people who are sitting there and saying, hey, I'm lucky if I get a couple games in. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but. There is a ton of characters in this game. There are. And every one of them feels unique, feels different, and feels like they, what they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But there are some that are struggling. Yes. There are some that are... Underwhelming in their efficiency yes. and throughput. And, and the thing is, is like you want to play them, but there is a part of you that does think, I don't, I don't... I don't want to keep losing. Nobody wants to lose, right? So you do kind of start to look at things that are better and you kind of take those things because you do want to win one or two. Yeah. Now, granted, there are people like Taylor, shout out to Thrillash Gaming, who doesn't really care 
Like he doesn't care whether he wins or loses. Mm -hmm. He just wants to play the fun stuff. He's also just got a great mind for for tabletop games in general. I I think he has a very attractive mindset Mm -hmm. for wargaming in general, where his disposition is always positive. Mm -hmm. He's there to have a good time, but he is also there to win and be efficient. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's that's really kind of the culmination of someone you want to play with and against. Right. Because they they will be helpful. They are going to try to be lethal. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are a great learning experience and just a great time in general. Legitimately, I've only ever seen that guy get mad once mm-hmm. during a game. And that was more because of the poor attitude against the guy he was playing against. Yeah. Than it was getting mad because something that wasn't going right for him. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Let's talk spider foes. Yes. Uh, I, I, I probably should have gone Taylor on this episode because he loves spider foes. Mm-hmm. He's a huge Spider-Man fan. That's pretty much all he plays except for runs a Wakanda in there occasionally. Yes. Um, what what do you think the biggest struggle is for spider foes currently? Um, so currently before these other models drop at, at time of release, some of them will have dropped. Hopefully the rest are found and released yeah. here in the U.S. But but we don't know. Um, that said, they were suffering heavily from a wide dearth of, uh, number one, characters that were in the affiliation, and number two, threat levels that were in the affiliation. Mm-hmm. You had a very slender list to pick from. But because it's MCP, really, you only need three. Yep. You need to pick your big three, and then you need to build the rest of the list around that. You can always throw in a Taskmaster or a Winter Soldier uh, to fill out that affiliation. But their affiliation... Unlike a lot of others, has kind of fallen to the bottom of the list mm-hmm. because you have to pay for it, and it's just a reroll. So let's let's remind everybody at home: mm-hmm. it is uh, Oscorp Weaponry Spiderfuzz affiliation once per turn. Uh, when an allied character is attacking, you may spend one energy when modifying when modifying opposing defense dice. Mm-hmm. If it does, you may re-roll one opposing defense die. So you get to spend one energy. You can make your opponent re-roll one of their defense dies. Yes. Now, it's not bad. Getting Potentially causing re-rolls in general is, is really good. Mm-hmm. It does cost one energy. Um, and it's a re-roll. It's not a pierce. It's a pierce light. Correct. Which you could potentially... A pierce light that you have to pay for. A pierce light that you have to pay for, and more importantly, on a power hungry affiliation. <laughs> yes, on a power, extremely power hungry affiliation, high threat. Mm-hmm. Everybody in that group, even with everybody released. Yes. Uh, Craven is a three. No, Craven's a four. Craven is a. Th- uh, yeah, and they haven't updated. Um, they haven't updated uh, MCP DB yet mm. with their. Oh, I lied. Oh, they did. Okay, uh, he's a three. Yeah. So he's a three. Mysterio's a three, and Lizard's a three. Yep. So you do have a solid base there at, at threes, mm-hmm. um, but no twos. No twos. You have no two options, which does hurt them a little bit. Um, and Green Goblin's a four. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm pretty standard for an affiliation leader. Yeah, pretty standard for an affiliation leader. And then kind of the nice thing about them is their affiliation bonus isn't the best. Right. So you realistically can go Kerouacking with him. Mm-hmm. You can go bananas with him, which you kind of need to do. Yeah. You need to get as much power on him as possible, mm-hmm. and you want him flipped 
Oh, is he good when he flips? Yes, he is. He is so much better when he flips. So I, I kind of almost like him not running him in spider foes and putting him in like crime syndicate. Yeah. You know, like that's that is really more where he shines. But you want to bring spider foes. Mm-hmm. You 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 want to run the the sinister six, essentially. Yes. So what is what is your plan to kind of combat this? And how can you effectively use his uh his affiliation bonus better. So the way I feel to utilize this, and this is probably going to seem overly simplified Mm -hmm. is with um, incinerate. I think you run a heavy list, putting incinerate out as much as you can being able to force your opponent to roll fewer dice and then targeting their few successes Mm -hmm. by, by re-rolling them is absolutely the way to go. I think domino Cable, while expensive, is very reliable to get that on there. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for saying this one, but Toad. I mean, he's a two. He's a two. It's two power to put incinerate automatically on somebody. Mm-hmm. It is in melee range. It is at range two. But you don't need Toad for other things. If you're going for a kill team here, yeah. you are trying to get their defense as low as possible and then precision targeting what successes they do get Mm -hmm. and hoping that the odds are in your favor for them to not roll another success Mm -hmm. there's twice as many hits as there are blocks it should work out um that said characters like punisher mystique anyone with a rapid fire that can reliably gain power are gonna be your go-to's yeah to make sure that you have that at any time all right. Also, Spider Foes, especially Green Goblin, synergizes very well, specifically with Punisher and Mystique. Being able to turn terrain into not something you're throwing, but to something you are blowing up at all times to just deal automatic damage. Yeah. Your goal should be lower the defenses, re-roll their successes, make sure your damage goes through. And then clustering people around terrain and blowing it up. A lot of people, from what I see, are really kind of utilizing bigger buildings. They're not putting a whole lot of scatter terrain on the map. Yep. You want scatter terrain. Yeah. You want it out there and you want to be doing two flat damage for blowing up a garbage can next to She-Hulk. Yeah. Probably not She-Hulk specifically, but... I mean, we see a lot of She-Hulk play on our channel specifically yes. over at twitch.tv slash professional casual network. I mean, she's real good. Yeah, she's, she's a great. threat and she's a psychological piece. I, yeah. there, there's really not anything she's bad at um, except for not killing all my dudes. So yeah, I think that said it's an expensive affiliation, but if you are building a roster, I think the easy go-to is Cabal and Spider-Foes or Criminal Syndicate and Spider-Foes. I think you completely ignore that other side. You leave Kingpin in there just to have and you build the other side X-Force. Okay. Hydra Bob as a two being able to deal some sufficient long-range physical damage with explosive is a great two in that group. So he's not in X-Force, though. Yeah, he, I know he's not an X-Force. Oh, okay. I'm just All saying, right. like, oh, okay. as a two. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Uh, yeah. He's, he's a go-to for he me. He is a go-to. Sure. Um, so I, I really, I actually kind of do like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're going to fill out your your Spider-Foes, um, because we have Craven, because we have Blizzard, because we have Mysterio now, mm-hmm. I so I still I I love Kingpin. I do too. And I like Kingpin over Venom, but I know Venom is maybe the better choice there. 
So it, it's a really tough call here. Yeah. So Venom is going to be able to pull enemies where you need them mm-hmm. to blow up buildings. Venom and um, Goblin very specifically being able to. Taylor's like a surgeon with it sometimes. Mm-hmm. He's very good in that aspect. And that's a, that's kind of the beauty of um, of Venom mm-hmm. is that he doesn't got it. He doesn't have to get to you. He yes. just has got to get you somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, he's got a he's bigger base, but small movement, short movement. Yep. But he can pull you in range four with with that with those web snares. Yep. It's not. A, it's I, I think a lot of people sometimes overlook Venom. Uh, yeah, because I, I because of the because of the two energy defense and because and especially when you have things like um, a lot of people have the option where they can choose physical or energy uh, mm-hmm. with some of their attacks with defenders when defenders was all over the place yeah defenders destroyed venom mm-hmm. because they could they could pay the one energy to choose it to be a, a energy attack on him and you know only two defense yeah um but getting him souped up with energy is not also not a bad idea uh the other characters that you're going to want to be looking for to put into a spider foes affiliation are characters that usually have way too much power on them yep. moon knight not out yet but coming down the pipe yeah doesn't have a lot to spend power on yeah. same with mr sinister mm-hmm. so those are going to be great characters that are usually for the most part going to be generating a, a pretty significant amount of power and don't really have a whole ton to use it on yeah uh, i feel the way to go with spider foes is to be re-rolling that die every single time yeah it should be your standby it should be an automatic unless you can't but in those situations you want to be attacking as much as possible mm-hmm. this is a kill team Right. Their affiliation is built to put people down quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that their strong suit, while it is, you have to be brave to do it. Yep. But that's who you're going to want to run against A-Force. Mm-hmm. That's who you're going to want to run against X-Force. The people that are durable, that get the re-rolls, they're either going to be super aggressive or super defensive. You're trying to put them down quickly. Yep. And that is what they're there for. They also have a lot of status effects and a lot of explosions. Mm-hmm. I think you lean into it. I think a lot of people, or at least in a lot of the play that I've seen, they're they're pretty cautious yes. with spider foes. I think it's guns to the guns to the wall. And I you think you go in a blazing. And I think when we have situations like uh Mysterio Mysterio um Craven and Lizard out, where you got a solid th- you can kind of go wide with them now, mm-hmm. especially if you're so I would argue. I like the blowing up aspect yes. um, of things where the idea of kind of having you go, you go wide, you go for a high threat. Mm-hmm. Um, what crises are you looking at here? You're going to try to push like cosmic invasion and get those higher threat level stuff. No. Well, so yes, I think you do want to go high or you want to go elites. Okay. So you're, you're not headed for anything in the middle. You do want to want 16, 17 or 18. You're going for 20 or 14. Okay. Um, to be honest, I mean, you gotta worry you, and and this will play a little bit into, into, uh, my, my list too. Mm -hmm. Um, but you kind maybe you want to force herbs. I don't like movement mechanics with this team. Uh, but it's going to have to be going across the, because you, you just don't have a whole ton of access to, to longs. So this is what you do. You bait them. You get them convinced that they can get their herb and then you just pound on them when they get it. Bait and switch. 
Mm-hmm. Make it sound like like go up, le- walk him, walk him right into it. Let him get it, and then you pounce on because you only score the points if you can get it back. I will say so. I think Kingpin almost gets replaced for me as soon as Lizard comes out. Yep, mostly for the throw. Um, but leaving that Kingpin, that Lizard, or even that Venom near a Wakanda herbs Mm -hmm. so that when someone gets over there, they're not getting over and back. Even if it's a Quicksilver, it's an Angela. They're only getting to there. Right. And then you are web lining them towards you. You are throwing them deeper into your backfield. Mm -hmm. And that that's, I think, the bully move and what you honestly should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Because you only especially if it's an Angela or something like that, where they put some serious points behind that. As soon as she's on your side, you're throwing her into the meat grinder and you are just having a bunch of bad guys pummeling her. Yep. Um, Craven is great for that. Craven, Mysterio, and uh, is Carnage a three two or is Carnage a four? Uh, Carnage is. Hold on, I'll get the research team on it here. Gonna come up. Uh, why is it not? Working? Craven is another one where he doesn't have a whole lot to spend his. He's power. a four threat. Okay. Yep. Um, Craven, Mysterio, and Lizard, I think, are going to flesh out this affiliation heavily. Mm-hmm. I think people need to get ready to be playing against Spider Foes a lot. Yep. And the people that adopt them early are going to have the best effect because no one is used to playing them. So they're not used to having to deal with that affiliation ability. Right. Um, or or well laid plans. Mm-hmm. Gets a lot of hate. Uh, listen, you are a wild card team. Yep. That is relying on spending to re-roll things, hoping for it to be in your favor. You do need Doc Ock in there, though. You do need Doc Ock. Oh, I can believe I forgot. Doc Ock's on that team, too. More throws. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, he's not a terrible three. No. He gets the potential of the flurry with the uh, laser arms. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not terrible. He's an objective holder. Yeah, you're very sitting, much so. You're he, sitting him on something. You're throwing shit when you can. Yep. And you're, you're, you're lasering when you can as yep. well. Yep. I, I think... I think Doc Ock has um, core box syndrome Mm -hmm. and that people are just like, they got tired of playing him. He doesn't have a ton. He's a great basic character. Yes. Um, And I think a lot of people sleep on him a lot. He's very good. I I would take, honestly, those three newer characters over him probably every time. Um, But But also it's new, funner characters. Correct. But. Having that throw, because otherwise you don't really have a throw, except for, especially a throw at a three, right? Yeah. So, and he's always done work for me up until you put him on the same team with Black Dwarf. So, yeah. right. And then he gets Black Dwarf yeeted at him. But I think you lean into the unreliable here, which no one wants to do. You you don't, you take bitter rivals, yep. you add some incinerate, and you re-roll their successes. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's it. I think that's all you need, especially when you're you're going up against a Modoc, who it is very easy uh, when playing against to get him to zero physical defense. Right. Full send. Yep. It's not a bad idea. I like that. I mm-hmm. like that as a list. And it has some maneuverability, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, both Doc Ock, uh, Green Goblin, and um, is Mysterio all Mystic? Uh, great question. I believe I believe he is. Let me get the research team on it real quick. He is all mystic. Oh, God. Yeah, he's all mystic. OK. Yep. You have a couple characters in there that can kind of switch hit between physical and energy. Right. Uh, which I think is is kind of one of the other strong suits of this. Got Green Goblin gets. He, he's sub 50 as far as people taking him. Um, Hawkeye, I think one of his his bigger strong suits is that he can choose energy or physical. 
-hmm. Green Goblin being able to do on both his builder and his spender is underappreciated and underutilized. In fact, people might try to rush him to his injured side so he gets the charge and he gets some of those other things. I think you you never want to force your character to injured. That's bait. Right. Um, Not only that, but when he flips, then he doesn't get the option of holding or securing objectives anymore. Right. Which is also super important to remember that, like, he is also one of your fastest characters. Mm -hmm. Big base, medium move, and he has hit and run. You know what I mean? So, like, he's he's a good character. He is a solid four. He is. Um, In fact, he's a solid four with one of, you know, arguably not a great affiliation bonus. He's great in other teams. Yes. That's why I think kind of building a crime syndicate list with mm-hmm. him in there and then also running spider foes because there is a ton of crossover there. Yeah. Um, Kingpin. I guess King, Kingpin Green Goblin Doc Hawk, I think also mm-hmm. um, is in there. So it's not it's not a bad it's not a bad situation for you. Yeah. Uh, they are going to come in a season, I I hope and I feel very soon. Yeah. Uh, Craven's super maneuverable, super mobile. Um, he's not going to put out a ton of damage. But once again, lean into that affiliation. Yep. Use that reroll all the time. Mysterio, super durable. <laughs> well, he is. Yeah. I mean, five mystic unless your opponent's willing to pay two energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, which is really good. Yeah. You know, five mystic is tough. Mm-hmm. Well, very rarely do you see defenses that high on a three point character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and also, you know, he has uh, tricks and traps, which is also really, really good. So. Oh, even Masters of Illusions really great. Yeah. Whenever a character rolls a die after the effect is resolved, you gain one energy if it rolled at least, if they rolled at least one blank. So he's producing energy for you to be able to cash it in to reduce their. Yep. He's really good. I, I think. I think out of that, people are going to look at Craven and think um, Craven's the standout of those of those new releases. Honestly, I personally think it's Lizard. I think Lizard is just a shit brick house of a character. Mm-hmm. Um, he is. And, and he gets access to exceptional healing, which is also super good. Makes him even more durable. Yep. And he's super, move, super maneuverable. He has that built in uh, ambush. I think they're going. I think the fall. It's going to be coming up spider foes. Mm-hmm. I think people are going to really start to get under the hood and figure some stuff out. Yeah. Um, but I think people just look at that affiliation and think it's not that great mm-hmm. because you have to spend it to cause a reroll. You don't even get the pierce. Yep. It's not bad. Yeah. The, these new character releases are absolutely going to 180 this uh, particular affiliation, which I don't even think is all that bad currently. Um, granted, I, I played Spider Foes. I rerolled every time and I turned uh, blocks into blocks. Right. But the odds of that happening were not great. Right. When you are rerolling a, a, an opponent's successful uh, die, mm-hmm. you have a three and eight chance of getting them another success. Mm-hmm. The odds are super in your favor. They're more than 50% that it should be yep. now a failure. Now, with the order of operations, mm-hmm. am I causing you to lose criticals no no okay modify dice modify opponent's dice is one of the very last steps of the okay. procedure all right i wasn't i was not totally sure i could not totally yeah. remember it's so, af, it's after criticals are rolled mm-hmm. okay so and not, it's after their re-rolls right right so i just make so it you are yeah sure. so you are paying one to potentially do one more damage right 
at the end of the day, that's exactly what it is. But potentially, but, but do it could pay off. Yep. Especially when you have incinerate in there. Mm-hmm. Especially when, you know, incinerate is really good. It is really obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, and I, I always feel like we don't look at it from this aspect very often, but. Sometimes conditions are just good because it makes your opponent decide whether they need to get rid of it, an action to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. When incinerate is all across the board, especially when they've they have that one round where they just took a bunch of damage and now it's in the back of their minds of, uh, all right, well, I, now I need to get rid of incinerate every time. Look yeah. what it just did to me. I know that happens to me all the time. I, I fall into the shaking trap constantly unless it's like. Well, and I feel I do the apparently. opposite. I feel that I do the I'm not going to waste an action to get rid of this. I'm just going to go right. and assume that I'm going to die yep. and do as much damage as I can before I'm dazed. Mm-hmm. Super fair. But with Lizard in the mix, with Mysterio in the mix, pushes, throws, moving people around, be disruptive. Spider yeah. foes is there to be disruptive. Yeah. 100%. Let's talk about X-Men Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about X-Men in general. Yeah, like totally. Um, and, and shout out to um, legitimately shout out to House Party Protocol. They just released like a retrospective, which actually kind of cleared my head a little bit for this. Yeah. On X-Men and Storm. Um, and, and Lexi, they did an awesome job. Lexi and Will did an awesome job of. Kind of kind of talking about what isn't great about Cyclops's ability, especially in comparison to Storm. Mm hmm. And it really, but the stuff that they had pointed out and the stuff that, and I'll, I'll mention it when they actually point stuff out to me, um, really made me realize Scott's leadership does have a lot of potential. It does. It has a ton of potential. It's just not as good as Storms. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. That people, because you're, because the X-Men roster isn't that deep, for affiliation bonuses, yeah. you typically are, and he's a four threat versus a three threat. And you look at hers and you go, it's just so much better. Why would I not bring gold over blue? Yeah. Every time. But I think Cyclops has a lot of play here. Here is what I realized. And I asked myself. What am I getting the most out of his affiliation and how do I do it? His affiliation bonus once per turn when an allied character declares an attack action before it chooses the attack use to use any number of allied characters within range three of the attacking character may spend one for each for one energy one power Mm -hmm. for each one power spent reduce the power cost of the attacking characters attack by one to a minimum of one. Mm -hmm. Meaning your spenders are reduced in cost. Yes. For one energy. Any number of people can use it per turn. Mm -hmm. This is actually pretty good. Yes. It requires forethought, though. It does. And you have to to remember how long a three inch range actually mm -hmm. is, which is tough. There's not a lot of things that happen at range three anymore. It's still like that is that kind of weird space. Yeah. There's some attacks that are at range three, Mm -hmm. but for the most part, it's either twos, fours or fives. Three is that kind of weird spot where there's not a lot of play on it. You don't pick it up very often. Correct. So what I said was people with spenders who whose spenders are two or three power. 
they are the ones that benefit the best from this. Yes. Specifically, people who have two spenders, because you only ever have to spend one mm-hmm. with somebody within range three to do a pretty decent attack for one power. That's good. Yeah. Kind of even bringing no matter the cost. No matter the cost. Is that the card I'm thinking yep. of? Yeah, no matter the cost. Tacking that in there, too, you know, to if your character's fairly healed, knocking a couple of points off, take take it to get it for free. Which no matter the cost is usually run in X-Men lists. Uh for Berserker yep. Barrage, very specifically. Yeah. Use it first turn, get your Berserker Barrage off, and then heal most of that damage back, if not all of it. Yep. So I built a roster. I essentially was like, all right, the way I'm going to look at this, uh, I'm just making a different no matter the cost. I said to myself, if I wanted to make a bag to keep in my car mm-hmm. and I want and just casual games because we are casual players here. Yeah. I was like, and I, but I love building wonky lists. I like to think I'm Taylor. You know what I mean? Like, I like to think I like yeah. to build wonky lists. So I said to myself, I want to build lists. I want to build a roster where I can bring X-Men blue pretty much every time I want to run Scott every time. Mm -hmm. So this is what I thought of to fill out my X-Men affiliation bonus. I took X uh, Cyclops Domino Wolverine beast. Now, the reason why, why I say this Domino, she does have a spender for lucky shot. It's a three. Yep. Reduce that down to two, potentially even maybe my plan is to never spend more than one energy per turn. Okay. Because I don't ever see me having enough people close enough. Like I won't, I'll never have two, but I'll always at least have one person within range three. I I think that is one of those things where with just a little bit of foresight. Yep. You can make sure you're doing that reliably. Yep. Having a bruiser and a ranged mm-hmm. on each flank, making sure that they are able to sack for the other one to be able to get their attacks off yep. is stellar. Is Running Cyclops and Wolverine up a flank, making sure that number one Cyclops can move Wolverine to get into range quicker, yep. can take a shot to get a little power so that Wolverine can berserk a barrage more often mm-hmm. is not awful. Right. But that's eight points on one side of the table. You have to plan around it and you got to be a little bit more strategic with it. Right. Now, I will say that the 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 shining light that is Domino is grenade bounce, which is a one energy. So she doesn't benefit from that. However, lucky shot when you need it is very good. Mm hmm. Um, what does lucky shot do again? It is range three cost of three strength six. It is an energy attack. When the target does not, the target does not gain energy from damage dealt from this attack. So it shuts off their, like their power. That. Yeah. And on a wild, it causes stun. Okay. Stun is solid. Stun yeah. is really good. And the fact that it's all over the place is also really good. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I feel like we undervalue stun sometimes. Like uh, here at the channel, we undervalue it. So it, it's one of those things where you know the times that stun comes in really mm-hmm. handy on a Hulk, on yeah. a cable, on someone that is, needs power that they want to get hit because they're power. having stun sucks. Yes, it does. It sucks so bad because it happens to me every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. And you're, you're, you always bring at least somebody who can do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. But with her probability manipulation, spending X to be able to re-roll any set of you know number of dice, 
Is it the, is that what she does? Yeah. Nope. nope. Uh, it's turning skulls into crits. I'm sorry. You're right. I was reading the wrong one. Uh, oh, things tend to go my way. That's what I was thinking of. Right? Yep. Yeah, uh, probability, probability manipulation. After the character rolls attack, defense, or dodge dice before the resolve critical steps, uh, it may spend any number of energy for each one spent. The character may treat one skull as a critical, mm -hmm. uh, which is really good. Yeah. And then she, of course, has um, things tend to go my way when the character is attacking or defending enemy characters do not roll additional dice uh, for Crit. critical critical results, which is also really, really good. Mm -hmm. um, she is super durable. Another reason why I think she's great in Spider-Foes is, yep. is that you can't crit. You're mm -hmm. hopefully getting bit arrivals and incinerate off on people first, and you're rerolling their successes. The, the probability of you being able to get all your damage through reliably yep. with Domino on a Spider-Foes affiliation is pretty cool. Right. And more importantly, her builder is rapid fire. So she's getting at least two energy a turn. Yep. Um, if she can roll a wild for the rapid fire. Is it a wild or is it a hit? It is. Uh, it might be a hit. I, I Usually it's, it's a little rapid fires are a hit. I think it is a hit. It's it, honestly, it's a little hard to see just because yeah. this is a, a not the best quality photo. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, regardless, she potentially can produce, which means that she also, because she's so fast, she's going to be all over the board. She could potentially be the person that you pay, that pays it. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so going back to my roster. So those are my X-Men affiliations, um, X-Men specific affiliations to help me fill it out. Yeah. Uh, except for Wolverine, who even Wolverine. Now, we'll talk about let's talk about Wolverine because he has Berserker Barrage three cost, mm -hmm. reducing that down to two. It's not bad, especially no. when you have Domino backing him up. Mm -hmm. I think I think they are strong. a great flank pair. They are yep. a great flank pair. Um, he's and, and you want a Berserker Barrage yeah. as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So I really like him in this particular list. Also, the fact I mean, let's go back to let's go back to Cyclops real quick. It's expensive, but field leader is really, really good. Yeah, it's a range for if you spend three energy Choose another ally character within range four. The character advances short or uh, yeah, short. Yeah, short. Um, a uh, character may only advance by the superpower once. It is three, but it helps you close the gap if you need it. Yeah, it's really it is really, really good. And of course, he has hit and run and quick draw in there, too, which I do kind of feel like are traps sometimes. Mm -hmm. You do want to try to hit and run constantly. Yeah, um, but it it is a bit of a trap at two. Uh, so I, I think. Uh, that's one of his main, that's, that's what makes Cyclops good for me is the hit and run. Granted, you need to be doing damage to get the power here, mm -hmm. but being able to, to move up, take a shot and then round two, reliably being able to potentially move someone hit and run. You're getting effectively three actions. You're giving someone else a short move. Right. Um, his throughput can be very high. He's just super reliant on actually getting some of that damage through. Right. So, and I will say this, the way that I was viewing Cyclops was not trying to fall into trying to hit and run every turn mm -hmm. to spend two, but instead trying to legitimately set it up to pay two energy to optic devastation at least every turn, if not every other turn. Yeah. That was my, that was my plan here. Mm -hmm. It's a beam five strength seven and on a wild concussive force, um, target Which isn't stellar. energy. Yeah. Like, I don't okay. know. 
if you have somebody that has stun, yeah, it hurts them even more. Mm-hmm. If they're poisoned, hurts them even more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what you're spending on that, it, it should not be a while. It should just happen. Right. Target should just lose. To be honest, I, I kind of use Cyclops more of as like a sit back turret and support. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like have him use optic blast as, as his builder to build up to use field uh, field leader and quick draw is not terrible if somebody does target him. Yeah. Um, but it, it is a little different than uh, what's his nuts is. Um, Hawkeyes. Yeah. It, so it is different because Hawkeye just gets to make an attack back. Um, his quick draw is when a character. It's ranged martial prowess. Yes. It is ranged mar- martial prowess. Yep. As long as they're not within two. Hawkeyes is not within three, I think. Something like that. Yeah. yeah something like that. So it is a little different. It is kind of nice that he can be that kind of like two and a half mm-hmm. range or just outside of two. For sure. Um, which is really good. Um, so then we're bringing, bringing Wolverine. Wolverine's your beat stick in this list. He's he's going to punch everybody's kind of a requirement yep uh beast so i took beast because he's an easy three you know what i mean like if you're if you're maneuverable super maneuverable and kind of a beat stick Mm -hmm. and durable i mean he has a two energy defense but he has a four physical defense right um so he is a pretty solid switch out and super maneuverable with animalistic or i'm sorry with uh, acrobatic striking that ambush put in there yeah um is really 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 good um, he does have a throw. He does. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, he has a throw and he has a push on his uh, other um, animalistic freestyle. Mm-hmm. He does have a push in there, which is not terrible. Um, and he can advance on that, too. So he is maneuverable. He is your mover. He is your objective grabber yeah. uh, in your opponent's back line, things like that. Wolverine has a throw, right, on one of his attacks? Um, He... Or no. Yes, he does. He uh, does. Oh, Berserker Barrage. Okay. Yep. Maybe thrown uh, short. So yeah. yeah, that is an option. So I, I think Beast and Wolverine are a great pairing there in yep. that, uh, especially if you're trying to make Cyclops um, use optic devastation. Uh, devastation. Yep. That's not what I would do with him. But if you have two I people just running like around, the, throwing I like the idea of and setting up that beam. Yes. Not, yeah, that's pretty good. If you need to do it, if you're playing Gamma Shelters, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. If you, you have a situation where people need to be gathering up. Having two characters to be able to throw yeah. to get them in line to do up if you want to do it, because again, you're you're having fun. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you're not trying to try hard. Yeah. Setting up an optic devastation for one energy could potentially be a lot of fun. It, it really could be. And especially now that I'm thinking about it, you have Wolverine and Beast both throwing dudes into dudes, clustering them up. They're all taking collision damage and dodge checks. Uh-huh. Then all of a sudden there comes Cyclops yep. with a brat. Yep. Just cranks it to full or rips it off, whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So let's talk about the rest of this roster. Yeah. Steve Rogers, Captain America. Okay. And here's why. He's expensive. He's a four. Yeah. But he gets shield slam for one if he's in another this team. throw. Yep. Another throw, size two. Also really durable. Also, bodyguard. Mm-hmm. It is crazy to know. He is extremely durable at yeah, four, four, he three. Is. He is a four threat. Now, granted, he's not an Okoye. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. But the fact that he has a vibranium shield, the fact that he has bodyguard, the fact that when he flips, he gets, I could do this all yeah. day. Yeah. He is actually, I have been overlooking Steve Rogers, Captain America for a while. Oh, he's now. solid. He is ridiculously solid, and I kind of like him in other areas. Mm-hmm. Now, the other important thing about this is, and why I brought him, and we'll get into it later, there's going to be a lot of crossover with Avengers here, with Wolverine, with Beast Unlocking, with him. So, 
realistically speaking, if you wanted to mix it up, like let's say you're just like, I just don't want to run blue tonight. Maybe I'll just run Avengers. I'll, I'll, right. You know, um, you have that option because here's the, the rest of the roster. And I, I'll, the last one you and I will talk about because I'm still up for debate on it. Mm-hmm. Vision. Vision is an expensive four, but he's so good. He th- so he's going to be giving the power. Yes. Everybody Cause, cause following really here. Synthesoid Avenger all that much, but being able to beam, sap, throw things for super cheap. One of the best, cheapest throws yes. in the game. Yep. To line more people up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Plus, he's he's got he's got the sap, so he'll get energy on him. Mm-hmm. Um you're not, yeah, you're never, I had no intentions of taking Synthesize Avenger here, but turn one, Synthesize, give him two extra energy so he can. Power. All right, yeah, two extra power. So he can just keep one in the pocket. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if he needs to send it off, he can send it. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I I like, I having my ass handed to me by Vision in our league yeah. has made me realize just how good of a four he is mm-hmm. and how I do think you need to be bringing him more. Yeah. Um, and I definitely want to work him in. And the fact that he can, you know, he can do the phasing, he can change enhance density or phase. He's immune to bleed, he's immune to poison, he has flight. He is a shit brick house at four. Mm-hmm. Being able to change potent, you know, he's a four mystic defense. He can change his uh physical or energy up to defense five. Yep. And then if you don't, if you do need to get a little energy on him, he's a f- six six. He's a six, six. Yeah. You know what I mean? Medium move. Vision's good, man. Vision's real good. It's super susceptible to throws, which is yeah. how you take him out. His, his weakness is, is pretty obvious. Yes. But. But if you're if you're staying back mm-hmm. and you're beaming all the time, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. don't need to get vision into combat. Correct. You shouldn't be getting vision into combat. And when someone is there, that is in fact, when you spend just these two simple power to just throw them away yeah. into someone else and then have Cyclops them. Yep. 100%. Um, the rest of the roster. Now these are all my builders. These are the people that are going to get your energy to be able to pay him. Wong. Now I know everyone's saying, ah, I don't like Wong. Wong, yeah. Wong is lame. He's two threat. He's your two threat filler if you need him. He can meditate. He gains one energy. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. I don't like meditate for one power. It's just, but again, he only needs to do it the first turn. Move yeah. him up, meditate, keep one in the pocket on him. Mm-hmm. Remember, you're not gonna be trying to do this every turn. You're only gonna be trying to do it when it matters. Right, fair. So other than him holding a secure which is kind of his job anyway, is to hold secures. Mm-hmm. Um, he can be within range three of other people. Yeah. And, and be able to pass off that one energy, do it to make things more cheap. He's the guy that I'm going to bank a couple of energy on, not have him really do much other than that. And he does have a healing ability, so he can heal some people. Yeah. To be honest, Wolverine Wong get along really well. Yeah, tap that boy off, and especially if you activate Wolverine first. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it's not a terrible idea. No, and it's it's more importantly, it's really frustrating to fight because you just want to get rid of Wolverine, and you yeah, you know, especially if he's flipped. If he's flipped, and then he's even more crazy. Yeah, and then you have Wong just healing him back up. I know a lot of people don't like Wong. And granted, I haven't used Wong enough, so maybe I maybe I haven't gotten burned on him. I know you were all about him when he first came out. I was, and and the luster fell off very quick. He's just so easy to put down. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and there is he can't do damage. He is all, he is a pure two support, and if anyone focuses on him for half a second, he's gone. Absolutely, but you have enough scary threat on this board. Yeah. You have Wolverine. You have Beast. Domino's going around bouncing around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and Cyclops is sitting there ready to blast. Mm-hmm. So. It, I think you're going to ignore Wong and Wong is going to pay off when you need him to. We've got a uh, follow up. Now, if you got the points for it, bounce out Wong, put in Shiri. Yeah. Um, so my, so Shiri is the next on this list. Um, she's very good. She generates energy. If she rolls a blank. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's getting extra energy. She's got that a failure, right? Uh, whenever this character rolls a die. No. Oh yeah. A skull. What yeah. did I say? A uh, blank. Okay. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, if she rolls a skull, um, she also has upgrades, which is really good for X amount. That's yeah. why I don't think that she's good as a battery because she's going to be wanting to use upgrades on people. And that's kind of like her trade off. I, I will agree with you on that. And maybe I, maybe I do trade her out, but I do like that push in there on the Panther Collins. Moon Knight. Sure. Moon Knight and Craven. Yeah. Three points can do some damage. Usually have a bunch of extra power on them. Good at a range. Reliable builders. Yeah, uh, I'm, I don't disagree. Yeah, with you. I don't disagree with you on that. Um, but don't help either of the affiliations you're trying to build. <laughs> right. Not necessarily help. And again, I'm building strictly off what I had sitting in front. Yeah. Fair. So like, I mean, granted, Cable would probably be really, really good in Steve and uh, Scott Summers uh, X-Men as well. I don't have Cable, so I, I didn't play with that. Yeah. Um, Which Cable? Possibly could be really good in mm-hmm. Scott Summers in, in, in blue. Um, my last, my second to last character is, hold on, I got to change my page. <sighs> One of my favorites. Bullseye. No, it's Lockjaw. Okay. Okay. And here's why. Sell me. Sell me on this. All right. So who's a good boy? Mm-hmm. At the start of the character's activation, if there is another allied character within range two of them, he gains three energy, meaning he's got four energy when he activates. He he's his teleport is an action and it only costs two. Other than that, you teleport your you teleport the character that you you teleport Wolverine. He gets now. Remember, choosing uh, choose this character or another allied character within range three and place them within range three of their current position. Wolverine getting launched range three is terrifying. Okay. But you, and you still keep them within range three of Lockjaw. So when Wolverine then activates, he can Berserker Barrage for two. Okay. So if you're saying that. Again, Lockjaw is there to slingshot other people and yep. literally be there as a battery, making sure they can get off one power berserker barrages regularly every turn, yep. potentially multiple times. Uh huh. Well, okay. once, once, once per turn, you can, he can only do it. Once oh, per turn. gotcha. But if you're setting it up where you're running up Wong in there too, yeah. if Steve just happens to be saying, if vision happens to be sitting there, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I like it, man. I like him in there. And you know me, I love my movement shenanigans. I like being able to move my characters not on their turn. Yeah. Also, there's nothing more terrifying. Can you imagine Dan just going, oh, I don't like this at all. Yeah. When you rocket Wolverine up range three. Oh, baby, binky boy. Oh, 
Gizmo I was very against it because I feel like Lockjaw is a trap because I see him do fucking nothing in our games. And now you say that, but you and I had a game, yeah, where Lockjaw literally slingshotted crossbones into your back line. Turn yes, one, yes, he did. So like, I don't know, man. I, I've also seen Black Widow punch him in the face and then boot scoop finger guns and moonwalk away with all of his objectives. But if you're if you are getting if you're putting an objective on him, yeah. If you are getting him, I love him as combat. a bodyguard. I yeah. love him following, trailing directly behind someone, blood uh, international or intergalactic bloodhounding people yeah. to make sure your and targets more, are going down. And more importantly, it is yeah, free okay. energy, but when you need it, he's got to throw. Mm-hmm. He can throw terrain size three within range two of him, medium. Yep. So there's a throw in it. Now, granted, he's not throwing people, which yeah, which is fine, which is fine. And also something that I constantly forget about, but inter interdimensional bloodhound, uh, choose an enemy character. The ally character re-rolls one ally character rolls one additional attack die when targeting the chosen character. Mm hmm. I mean, that is pretty good for the turn that you need to get somebody off an objective. You're, I, yep. Like I said, I was against it at first, but as a man of battery slingshotting your dudes up and making sure that they're rolling more dice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He fits here. Yeah. And I like him better than Shuri. Yeah. I, I like do. him better than Wong uh, for, for those premises. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nope. I think he's a great choice. Also, and I will say this, the thing that makes him super broken, immune to poison. True. You know? Mm-hmm. So... He's holding your Terrigen Mist Clouds, you know? Yep, 100%. Now my last my last character. And now that we've kind of talked about it, I kind of want to bump Shiri out. I'm not sold on her anymore. Yeah. So, Valkyrie? At a three threat, she gets she's two energy. Thing. Yeah. Because, and she gets, two, she gets two power because she's Asgardian. Mm-hmm. So she's always going to be able to keep one in the pocket. Yep. Now, granted, I am not a, a Valkyrie person. As we all know, I can never get her to do anything. Same. Yep. Um, but I also do like her if I want to run Avengers that one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I like having a one point charge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a one power charge is really, really good. Uh, but she always has one in the pocket if she needs to pay somebody off and she's got to throw. She can throw interactive character or terrain size two. Yep. Uh, short. Oh, again, if if we are running Avengers, that one point char- that one point throw is really good. Yes, I, I I kind of like the idea of bumping Shuri out. I still like Wong for the two. For when I need that two point yeah. character, I do like him a lot better because he is a battery. He's literally just a battery. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of you kind of everybody kind of just gets around him. I just so in that particular slot outside of the healing, I think Okoye is better uh, because I for can- that. If you're going to spend an action to get one stupid power, it might as well be Vibranium Spear, potentially doing some damage, which you get a reroll on for the Dora Milaje, and it's automatically generating an energy. Right. You know what I mean? It's. I like the healing, though. Yeah. You know, I, I like. I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Especially if I'm not bringing Med Pack. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I'm not bringing something that will. Like, if I'm not bringing a tactics card that could potentially heal somebody. Yeah. And I really like the idea of running Wong as. Wolverine's battery. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and, and healing up. My 10th character. So we took Shiri out. We're going to put Valkyrie in. Mm-hmm. I like that. My last character. A personal favorite of mine. Bullseye. No, but close. Taskmaster. No, but close. Punisher. All right. Now, 
my experiences with Punisher is he's always got power on him. He's always got a, a crap ton of power that I can't seem to spend. Get ready for the the comments to say Punisher should never have power on him because you're you're black ops uh, tr- uh, moving him around. You're blowing stuff up and you're aim shotting. Absolutely. You are. Guess what you can do with aim shot. Knock it down to a, it is a two energy. Yeah. A one, if you can, if you have lockjaw near him, Mm -hmm. here's the thing. You don't have to spend ops training. If you use uh, lockjaw's ability to teleport him one turn. Yeah. Get him into position where he needs to, which is better. It's a better choice. Every, every character we're talking about lockjaw just makes them better. Yeah. I, I love the idea of going blue with standardized bodyguards with people yeah someone to feed them energy i i I think it's great yeah i i so building this got me really excited about playing this and i was not on board with with playing x-men yeah and let's talk about that as as a whole to begin with x-men came out during covid Mm -hmm. that hurt the playability of x-men in general Oh, for sure um because because again only the competitive people who were playing on tts we're really getting games in, which was dictating the meta and everybody. There was some hurt feelings that had happened during mm-hmm. that one particular season where a lot of people got got mad at gold um, at Storm's ability. And yeah. notice I did not put Storm in this list. Right. Because Storm is not good if you're not bringing her mm-hmm. for her affiliation. Right. And um, she doesn't benefit really from I mean, her 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 hurricane blast or whatever it is. It's four. Sure. Yeah. I don't, I'm not. She's got too many she's, other she's things. Weak. She, it's difficult to damage yeah, with her. It's not. It's not. The shock's it. cool or whatever, but it's not. She bad. has a throw, but once right. again, it's. But I don't. I don't care about shock with this list. Yeah. With this particular list, I don't care about it. Um, not saying that it's not good. It is actually, I think, very undervalued. Yeah. Being able to just knock, being able to knock down a four builder down to a three builder, mm-hmm. really hurts three threat characters. Yeah. It kind of hurt. It does potentially hurt this list mm-hmm. uh, alone. So, um, but I love Punisher being able to aim shot for two, potentially one, especially, especially when I'm taking a one. Here's the reason why I take Wong. Yeah. I feed him to people. He's going to get me a fallen token for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's so that's true. You know what I mean? Like, like yep. have him battery and then sacrifice him. Mm-hmm. Get me, get me those tokens. He's already made up uh, his points back. Yeah. Um, Punisher loves Wong and still a works better as a battery. And agree, agree. Yeah. But if I'm bringing Punisher, I want Wong because I want you either Wong's going to heal and battery or you're going to kill him and I'm going to get a token so I can do a, a 10 dice aim shot for one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like uh, it's if it's if uh, if dazed or KO'd. I get a fallen token, which means Wong is at least going to give me two. And if I'm going to feed him to people, yeah, I'm going to get those early, uh, probably turn two, turn three. Right. Right. At that point, I'm using Punisher with that aim shot to pick off your affiliation mm-hmm. leader, you know, things like that. Um, also, he does generate a ton of power. He gets an automatic rapid fire. He gets two energy for it right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, he gets one. Arm, so he's sitting on three. Now, I, I realize that our meta is very different. You guys have learned to stay one inch away from terrain. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are doing it on purpose or if you guys are doing it um, intentionally. 
to have me not being able to use Warzone. But in a lot of cases, Warzone is a trap. You're trying to keep that three energy on him. Right. To to blow something up that you guys are not being able to be within range. It's because we're not good at making sure that we're getting cover for terrain rules. (laughs) So... We should be closer to terrain. Sure. It should absolutely. be easier to get Warzone off, but, right. but we're bad. But also in that instance, if you know Warzone is out there, mm-hmm. yeah, I probably would also maybe not get close to it. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't need a garbage can causing me to damage, mm-hmm. right? Like if let's say let's say you and I are going up again, you're bringing that Spider-Foes list. I'm bringing this X-Men list yeah. um, and you're bringing uh, Punisher mystique and uh goblin there's no way in hell i'm getting near anything especially one or two you know size ones or twos right for sure Mm -hmm. i'm not doing it um i really i i really like this i might so i might pack this bag and i might bring it to stream a couple of times because i really do want to play around with it i'm even interested in running beast because of this and i hate beast you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a beast guy. I love the idea of a couple threes in there that have the ability to do some damage, have charges, have acrobatic strikes. They have ambush. They can move around a little bit and they have throws. Mm-hmm. Um, I Yeah, I like it. I like this list a lot. I, a I, lot more than I thought I was going to. I re- So I really, really like it. And I really like where I'm kind of going with it and stuff like that. Uh, just making some changes. There we go. Now, let's talk tactics cards. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to bring eight. Children of the Atom. Super, super. Oh, gun. for sure. Yep. There's there's no reason why you're regardless of who you're running. The fact that you get to shake a condition and uh, shake a. Is it get an energy? I think you get an energy. Let me double check just to make what? absolutely sure. Children of the Atom. Oh, gotcha. Um, Yeah, I think you get a power for each one that you remove each special condition. I believe so. Yes. Yep, uh, an uncanny X-Men character may play this card, remove all special conditions from this character, uh, gains one energy for each special condition. One power. I'm sorry, one, yep, one power, one energy. Um, You guys love throwing conditions on people. Yeah. This is really good. This is just a solid card. There's no reason why you shouldn't take it. Anti-stagger, you know? Yeah, yep. And if you're running a super heavy X-Men list um, where you have, maybe you have all four. Maybe you have Cyclops, Domino, Wolverine, Beast sitting in your sitting on your team. Mm-hmm. First class is a is a non. It, you there's no reason why you shouldn't be taking first class. Right. Um, being able to su- secure or pick something up for no energy. Yeah. It's also, super benefits effect. Scott's team mm-hmm. because it means you're not burning your first energy to pick up an objective. Yep. It's a great card. To me, my X Men. I'm also taking because I, you know me, I love my movement shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the best card in the world, uh, but it's also not the worst. And here's why I tell you that. To me, my X Men, a character with an uncanny X Men leadership ability, may spend any number of energy to play this card for each one energy spent. Now, this is Scott. Scott gets to do this. Mm-hmm. Um. One allied uncanny X-Men character may advance small towards this character. Yes. It's it's an almost as good Avengers Assemble, but not great. Correct, because one character can spend it, yep. which is which is the benefit here. And I do like with this list that you're building, this actually has a great um, mechanic, or this has, has a great use. And that's when you get Valkyrie up there, when you get Wolverine up there, when they've charged and they've adamantine slashed and they've berserker barraged, at the end of that round, after you belay people into each other and all over the place, mm-hmm. 
you bring them back a little bit so they can't right. just be counterattacked. Yep. I, yep. Yeah, I think that's I think it's a great one in here and and reliable. Yep. Um, and then of course one of our favorites, bitter rivals. Bitter rivals. There's no reason why you shouldn't be being you should not be bringing bitter rivals every single time. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. Pick yeah. a target. Everybody else around that target is minus two defense. When you have Vision, Beast, and Wolverine, and Valkyrie throwing people into each other to line them up for attacks. Yep. Bitter Rivals is beautiful. Bitter Rivals is super great. My next card, one that we don't take. Nobody talks about this very often. Acute Senses. Now, it was starting to make a little bit of waves in in Protocol, uh, or uh, in Xavier Protocol Mm -hmm. Tournament. But during a character's activation... You may spend one energy to play this card. Enemies do not benefit from stealth or superpowers. And uh, this character ignores line of sight when targeting when attacked when attacking this activation. Scott being able to ignore line of sight. Super good. Remember, Scott Domino Punisher. Yep. Uh, Vision being able to beam Mm -hmm. Uh, like you have a ton of shooting in this list. Yeah, this is a this is a and for one energy, one energy. A lot of characters have stealth now. A lot of characters have stealth now. Yeah. This hurts Miles. This hurts Black Black Widow. This hurts a lot of characters, mm-hmm. especially in the new stuff that's coming out. Yeah. There's a lot of stealth coming down the pipe. Yep. For sure. Yeah. And and just being because able Because Blade's most likely gonna have it. Moon Knight definitely has it. Yep. Yeah. It, it's crazy. It's crazy not to play this. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that it's and it's better than marked for death, in my opinion. Because you don't need two characters, they both don't need to spend it, and you're all, you're pretty much getting the same amount of benefits. Yeah, they have different uses for sure. Uh, one's an aggressive, one's and one's a a target. One is I, I'm putting on somebody so they can do stuff. The other one is I'm focus firing this person. Right. So right. One hundred percent. Right. But enemy. I mean, and more importantly, two sides of the same coin. I guess is what I'm trying for to say. one for one energy. Enemies do not benefit from stealth superpower. Yeah, that's everybody he targets for those two turns versus paying one energy each. So a total of two to target one character to just lose stealth. I I, I like this a lot better for one energy than okay. I do than I do mark for death. Personally, that's yeah. just me. I like putting it on, again. I like putting it on Scott mm-hmm. and having him snipe people. I love putting it on Punisher. Yeah. Oh, putting it on Punisher is great. Yeah. Aim shining whatever the hell you want. Yep. For one. Mm-hmm. Cashing in my tokens. Heck yeah, bud. Uh, med pack. If I'm not going to bring Wong, med pack's pretty solid uh, yep. of a case. Brace for impact is always. Yeah, it's an you have yeah, to, especially here. Yep. And, and then my last one. Originally, I had Avengers Assemble in here because so it's like, all right, the one time I'm going to bring Avengers, it's not bad to have. I don't think it's a wasted slot. No. However, I did take it out, put in no matter the cost. Okay. Being able to potentially berserker barrage. Wolverines in your party, you need it. Yep. 100%. Yep. Being able to Berserker Barrage for free, mm-hmm. essentially. You know, you, you reduce it down. You Berserker Barrage for... You, he takes the one damage, and then... And well, then up to dang. three. And then, yeah, and then he heals it back. Right. But if you have one, if not two people paying him to reduce it to one... Right. Then he takes the one damage, and then at the end of the turn, he heal factors. He got to Berserker Barrage for free. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. No. I really like it. I hadn't, so I asked uh, House Party Protocol for some help on some crises. Shout out to Wargaming Dad. He threw some ideas. Throw love that guy. Yeah, I love that. He's super good. He mm-hmm. keeps us uh, sane, mainly. Throw it down in the comments below. Tell me what other crises you would bring with this. Cosmic Invasion, Infinity Formula, Cube Fragments. 
Those those were the the kind of the biggest Two fragments picks. makes a lot of sense. Yep. For the extra power. Hammers is, is great it, is there. Is that one or is it serum that gives you the extra power when you're holding it? Uh, maybe it's serum. I maybe I, I yeah. honestly I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but hammers is really good in there too. Mm-hmm. Hammers isn't bad. I kind of I I I even asked. I was like, hey, what about herbs? This isn't. It is a fairly mobile list, especially if I'm slingshotting people with with, uh, with lockjaw. lockjaw and Cyclops. Yeah, and and you have charges with Valk and uh, yep. So getting probably. it and running it back is a possibility. Mm-hmm. However, this is also a great list to bait with. Get them, make them drop their defenses, being like, "All right, I mean, he left it open. I'm gonna go get that." Um, I'm going to go get my herb and try to run it back. And that's when you slingshot everybody to cut off the runner mm. and then just beat stick their face into the ground. Yep. I hadn't thought about that until I popped in and, and shout out to house party protocols, um, discord. They, they're super solid. Yeah. It's what I, what I hope our discord will be one day. Um, just a constant talking about MCP in that, in that, in our chat, head over to patreoncom slash professional casual little $1 get access to our discord. Um, which is popping. It's a popping discord. It really is. And, and MCP, it's only getting better. Mm-hmm. So that's my list. That's what I came up with. I like it. I, I didn't think I was like going to, I hated it at first. And then as you explain things, especially uh lockjaw, listen, I'm, I like it. All right. You're going to run it. I absolutely would run it. All right. All right. Maybe go with me on this mm-hmm. one week. I run this. You run, you run your spider foes. Sure. A month from now or, or, or after that or whatever, yeah. it's our turn again. We switch. Okay. And and like you you build the roster. Mm-hmm. I like I, I built this roster. You built your roster. And then we pick and figure out what we like from each other's rosters yeah. and, and play off that. I think would be really interesting over at twitch.tv slash professional casual network. Yeah, for sure. Sunday. No, every Monday at yeah. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. True Believers. Let us know in the comments what you think. This has been a this has been a different episode. Yeah, this is uh, it's still casual. I still call it casual because, I mean, yes, we we are typically a sit and because we're trying about, to run X Men Blue and Spider Foes. Yeah, well, one hundred percent. I mean, and we aren't we are not sitting here trying to do Math Hammer. No. You know what I mean? Like we are trying to figure out how to use these characters effectively. And there are other people that do that. You know uh-huh. what I mean? There, we love those guys and yeah. all of them. And we follow them and around their discords. I mean, we take we take jabs at them because we can because we're just those guys. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we are we are your MCP side chick. You know what I mean? But yeah. like at the same time, like I I give to Fury's Finest. You know, I give to their Patreon and I give to House Party Protocols. And when I have questions, when I have roster questions, I'm jumping into House Party Protocol. I love I love everything that they do over at Fury's Finest. I yeah. think they're doing an amazing job over there. So. And across the Bifrost is just, you know, they're they're the kings yeah. and, and Gamers Guild. Nate, I mean, he's he's on all the podcasts. Yeah. He has a great YouTube if you just want to get some good ideas on stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, we 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 joke here, but we we actually do appreciate and admire what those guys are doing. Yeah. And gals and days. Mm-hmm. All of them. That being said, Tim, anything else? Yeah. So, um. Phantom X. Yeah. Just that. Just Phantom X. Mm-hmm. Arcade. Yeah. I still love the idea of arc of an entire affiliation that's arcade and then like constructs make up the rest of his team. Yeah. Like, like just traps and, and things like that make up the rest of his team. Uh, 
I think we've said it before, but uh, Dakin and Ares, I would like to see. I, more and more Hercules. I'd love to have a Hercules. I yeah. kind of like all the gods at this point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Hercules, just the bromance between Hercules and Thor would be so much fun. Good old Mobius and Mobius. What if go with man those mm-hmm. regular Mobius? You flip him, he gets a he gets a, a, a jet ski, a jet ski, and then he gets a long movement. Yeah, you know we haven't seen that yet. We have not seen a situation where a character's like movement changes. Like he yeah. becomes faster or slower when he flips. Mm-hmm. That would kind of be interesting to see. I could see, especially if we get some Armor Wars stuff, uh, a character losing flight and then going to short after flipping to injured. Uh, something along those lines. But like hunkers down is able to like do more damage, right? Yeah. Like they're Iron Man on the front. But when they flip, they get to be a better war machine or, or something to that extent. Yeah. I could see that. That'd be actually be kind of dope. Yeah. Give us Doctor Doom. Yeah, for real. Yeah, like, well, come on. It's, yeah. We've waited long enough. Purple Man. Come on. Yeah. Sword Man. Radioactive Man. Yeah, I love All the other people man. that sound like Mega Man 3 villains. <laughs> yeah, super fair. You want your Thunderbolts, I know. Yeah, I do. It's killing you on the I inside. Do. I do. I, listen, man. I, I, any any show they come out with, any movie they come out with, any after credit scene, we get closer and closer to some type of announcement for either Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts. I'm about it. I mean, that is the natural progression of Disney. Young Avengers and Thunderbolts. I mean, they're they're literally building universes for me. Yeah. So. Very true. Very, very true. I'd kind of like the red Thunderbolts that had like uh, Punisher and. Uh, Punisher, Ghost Rider, Elektra, Red Hulk, Deadpool, and. Yeah. There, was it. there was another one. I don't remember who it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, that was a solid Thunderbolts team. That was a really good Thunderbolts team. A lot of really good stories in there. Mm -hmm. True Believers, thank you for joining us once again. We have been the Professional Casual Network presents Oh Yeah. Nope. Wait, did I roll a wild? A Marvel Crisis Protocol vlog. You think I'd figure it out. It does say it right in front of me. Yeah. I have been, of course, the guy who sits in this chair. Chuck for Tim. Bye. France. France.